Hey y'all! Welcome back to another IG Live. If you are listening to this after the live, welcome back. Thank you for tuning in to the Responsible Homegirl Podcast. Tonight we're going to be talking about how I am building my online community, things that I wish I knew ahead of time. And if you are interested in building your own online community, I'm pretty sure I'm going to be able to share some tips, some gems, anything that can prepare you for it. Because I feel like in this day and age, 2022, a lot of people, they want to start businesses. Um, They want to sell different things. They want to build their authority online, all of that good stuff. But you cannot just hop on Instagram post a picture of your product, post a picture of your service or a video or whatever, and then just expect for the buyers to just, you know, come in. No, it takes time. It's a whole process. You have to build a solid community. And hopefully by what I share tonight, I can really help y'all, you know, start building that community and not making the same mistakes that I did in the very beginning because it's very easy to like kind of just fall in that trap of being seen but not really building a business so that's what we're gonna be getting into tonight how to build an online community how i am building my online community how you can monetize so much good stuff thank y'all for tuning in please share this live with someone but we're going to get right into it so number one hey pretty from sanford florida hey come on florida in the house so I want to get um just start off by telling y'all a little bit of background from the Responsible Home Girl because I like to say the Responsible Home Girl started in November of 2020. No, yeah, November of 2020. But before November of 2020, that April, I had started a brand called Go Grind Grow. Now, I know that's a whole mouthful, whole mouthful. But I started this brand, it was like right after college, and I don't know, as I was growing, or I'm not going to say I don't know, I do know, as I was growing spiritually and just maturing as an adult, I was like, you know what, this really doesn't sit well with my spirit, like this name, this title of my business, all of that good stuff. And I read this devotional called Grace Over Grind. If you have the Bible app on your phone, I would highly recommend that you go read that because it just talks a lot about you know hustle culture grind culture and how as children of god we don't have to subscribe to that stuff so plug number one grace over grind i would highly recommend that devotional but anywho after reading that i was like you know what i need to take me a small break to get clear on why i am doing what i'm doing why i am showing up online like i always knew that i wanted to share financial education and really help people with financial literacy because it was something that i had really struggled with so i didn't want other 20 somethings to have to go through the same thing that i went through but the way i showed up online i was very smoky like i wasn't clear at all so i took probably like two months off And I was like, you know what, I'm going to do an entire rebrand, like new name, new look, new everything. So I took that time off. And for the longest, I was just trying to think of a new name and nothing was coming to me. And then one night I was doing like this brand thing. It was like, how do you want your people to see you? How do you want your community to view you? And I was like, oh, as their responsible homegirl, it came to me so quickly so immediately I was like, okay, let me type in the responsible homegirl and see if anybody got that. Look for a domain name, look on IG, look on Facebook. Nobody had it. 
So I knew that was nobody but God. So I'm like, okay, let me snatch up all of this stuff. So here I go with the responsible home girl, getting all of that stuff together. Now, November 7th of 2020, I come back with a relaunch. And when I relaunched, of course, I was a little fearful, a little hesitant because I did not even have like, you know, the Instagram page for that long. But I just knew that I had to do something different. So I came back with the responsible home girl and people loved it. We gained so much eyes, so much visibility and just the rebrand, the relaunch. So it was really good. So I share that first background story to say on your journey sometimes things are going to change your vision may change how you show up online may change the way you even feel about your business may change but don't be hesitant really embrace it really step into it because i promise you there is so much more on the other side of that fear on the other side of that doubt and as much as you think that people won't really rock with it i promise you there are people that absolutely will so just keep that in mind so now I want to propel us forward. So like I told y'all, I did this rebrand. At that time, the only thing that I had was an Instagram page. So if you are building a business, you're building an online community, I need you to know that you do not own Instagram. You do not own Instagram. So I wish that somebody had told me before, Kiani, yes, putting your time, energy, and effort into building your Instagram page is good and it can bring you money. However, you don't own Instagram, sis. So from the jump, if I had to do it all over again, I would have been building my email list from day one. I would have had a blog from day one. I would have had a YouTube channel from day one. Like these things came about later on. But from the beginning, I was just creating an Instagram page, just posting pictures, posting nice captions, and praying that somebody would share it so that I could gain more visibility and stuff. And nothing is wrong with that. But as I am sharing this information, if you're listening and you're the type that wants, or not the type, but you're the person that wants to build an online community and build a business, you definitely need to put your energy into a platform that you own, i.e. an email list or, you know, a website or something where you can actually capture your people's information. Because if Instagram goes down today or tomorrow, like there's nothing you can do because you don't own the platform. So I have about 3000 followers on IG right now. I have probably about 530 ish, something like that people on my email list. So that is a good bit of people. However, it is a goal of mine to get more people on my email list. Why? Because I cannot control on Instagram who sees my posts. The algorithm, you know, it pops up, it does what it wants to do versus my email list. I have direct contact to my people. So if you are building a business, you are building a brand, anything that you are trying to grow own your audience, own your audience. So ways to build your email list. And I want to dig deep into that because I know some people, they probably think email is dead, but email is not dead at all. So just a couple of ways that you can actually build your email list. I will always recommend a freebie. So when I first started um, the Responsible Home Girl, I was really pushing and promoting like writing scholarship essays and helping people go to college and not have to take out student loan debt and different things of that sort. So I had a free scholarship guide. So a lot of people downloaded that. Then a couple of months later, I had this challenge called 5K in five months where I was encouraging people from August to December to save 5K in five months. So that blew my audience up. 
And you just have to get creative in offering free things, giving people value so that they could give you their name, their email address, and their phone number. Period. So I'm going to reiterate that one more time. Think about something for free that is also valuable that you can give people. And in exchange for that gift, they can give you their name, their email address, or their phone number. I don't care if you are a hairstylist. I don't care if you're a photographer. You need to build your own community outside of social media. Period. Hey, Kennedy. You need to build your um, your community outside of social media because you don't own the audience. So that's one key thing. Build, build up that email list so you can always have direct contact with your people. Instagram, Facebook, all of those are great resources. I love them. However... What you own separately is way more valuable. So in addition to um, what I would what I wish I would have known before knew before starting this, I would have definitely had my blog set up. And the reason why I'm gonna touch on blog and YouTube. So the reason why I would have my blog set up from the start instead of just pouring all of my time into Instagram is because you can monetize a blog. The more consistent you are, the more page viewers you have, the more people visit that blog. You can you can gain money from display ads. You can gain money from monetizing that community. There are so many avenues that you can get money from just having a blog. Versus on Instagram, you have to be a little more creative. It's almost like a promotion tool. You're telling people what you have going on in hopes of getting them from Instagram to your website. It's almost like you're always referring people back to your website versus if you get people comfortable with being on your website, then they know, okay, every Monday at three o'clock, Kiani is going to post a new blog post. I wish I was that consistent. I wasn't, but I'm just doing this for the sake of an example. Every Monday at 3 p.m., I know Kiani is going to put out a blog post. So let me go see what she wrote about today. What can she help me with today? And then boom, they get on my website and now they looking around Okay, I'm earning money because they own my site and I'm getting money from the display ads. And then they just end up in my shop. And now they done bought a budgeting ebook or a planner or a course for Saturday school. Like you have to kind of get people used to coming into your house. I hope that makes sense. YouTube. If I would have knew what I knew now, I would have started my YouTube a long time ago and I would have been way more consistent. So the reason why I say that YouTube is another platform that you don't necessarily own. However, YouTube is a search engine, unlike Instagram. Instagram, they are trying their best to get into, you know, SEO and people searching up different things. But y'all know we've been using YouTube for so long. So you can easily go to YouTube and say how to build a business or how to start my business. And if your video is, you know, getting the proper views, you have the description set up and all this type of stuff, you will get views. So you are building that community just outside of, you know, these social media sites. You are setting yourself up to win in the long haul. Now, of course, I started all of that stuff later on and, you know, better late than ever. But if I'm just talking from the perspective, if I was starting from day one, what I wish I would have knew. So now moving right along. In the beginning of my journey, it was never about money, ever. Like, I didn't I didn't even think about, like, oh, how am I going to monetize this? I was really treating it as if it was a hobby. 
And I'm not saying anything is wrong with that at all. But if you're going to be pouring your time, energy, and effort into something, you need to be thinking about the big picture. So I felt like for a long time, I was building a community that was just used to accessing Kiani for free. So when I did come out with something that was paid, it was like, oh, shoot, like, I'm used to getting this information for free. So now I had to figure out creative ways that I needed to monetize because I was so used to giving out free game because in my nature, I'm just a giver. I believe that everybody can win and it doesn't matter like what I share with you. If you don't do it, if you don't take action, then I mean, it's almost like you just got knowledge in your head for no reason. But had I knew what I know now, from the very beginning, I would have went into this with a strategic plan, a strategic plan. And I say that kind of lightly because I don't want y'all for a second to even think like, oh, you only need to be doing this for the money. Like, yes, money is important, but money isn't going to sustain you. Money isn't going to help you keep going when you really want to give up. Like the passion has to be there. The purpose has to be there. The why has to be there. So as you are building your business and building your online community, think about why am I even doing this? Am I doing this just so I can make a couple of thousands of thousands of dollars so I can make six figures? Okay, but when you make that six figures, then what? So I want you to get in the habit of thinking about why everything that I do now has a purpose, period. And if it is not serving Kiani, it is not serving the vision that I feel like God gave me. If it's not serving the community that I feel like I've been called to serve, I'm not doing it. But there was a time in my business where I was just happy to be seen. I was like, oh, they want me to do this. They want me to speak here, blah, 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 blah. Like literally all over the place, just happy for an opportunity. And I'm not saying that, you know, I despise those beginnings and I want you to be grateful for your humble beginnings. But at the same time, you need to have a vision as clear as day. So you're not everywhere doing nothing. Pump some hearts if that makes sense. Because oftentimes we waste a whole lot of time doing nothing because we are not clear on our vision. We are not clear on where we're going and what it is that we really want to do. And I want you to know, like, as you grow your online community, as you grow your business, things are going to change. You just got to, you know, go with the time. So the most important thing that I could give to anybody who is growing online community, growing their business is you must give value consistently you must give value consistently i strongly believe that the responsible homegirl has grew how it has and continues to grow because i always show up always show up even when i'm not feeling my best even when i don't like like when i would just rather be sleep i still find a way to show up and if you don't see me on instagram that don't mean i'm not working i could be emailing my community I could be outlining what it is that I want us, you know, to kind of talk about in the future. There are so many things that I do behind the scenes that people will never know anything about unless I just like host a class or something. But you have to give value consistently. We live in a day and age where content is all around us and people are nagging for our attention, nagging for our attention all the time. So if you pick and choose when you show up, People aren't really going to keep you top of mind. So I want you to be very diligent and pursue what it is that you want with shameless persistence. In the beginning, 
I used to be so self-conscious about how many times I posted the things that I talked about. Like, oh, I already talked about this before. People going to say, oh, this is all she talked about. All she talked about is budgeting, blah, blah, blah. Just all of these lies that was in my head. But repetition is key. Because the more I say, manage your money so your money doesn't manage you. Now y'all associate that phrase with the responsible homegirl. If I say lifestyle budgeting, or if somebody else say lifestyle budgeting, you're going to associate that with the responsible homegirl. Like, hmm, she must have got that from Kiani. So the more you repeat yourself, the more you show up, you increase your chances of more people knowing what it is that you have going on. You can't take it personal when, you know, you put out a piece of content and it don't do numbers like how you thought it was going to do or it don't get the views and shares like you just never know. And I'm telling y'all all this stuff because I actually went through it like hard, hard down in my feelings. Like, oh, my gosh, I'm taking so much time on this content, but nobody is, you know, appreciating it. Nobody is showing it no love. Sometimes you just have to keep showing up. You cannot focus on the outcome. Only focus on what you can control. Period. Do not focus on the outcome. Only focus on what it is that you can control. So the next thing. As you show up more consistently. You will discover what your it thing is. And your it thing is basically like that thing that you could talk about in your sleep. That thing that you know. No matter what. Hands down. I know this. And people know me for this people look to me for this y'all it's people that i have never even seen interact or engage with my content but they'll text my phone or they'll dm me asking questions and i'm just like wow you hit me up and i'm not saying it in a bragging or boastful way but i have just never seen them engage with my content at all but that is what consistency does your consistency lets people know that later on when they have a problem, oh, let me text Kiani or let me call so-and-so because I know she may know. And even if she don't know, she can probably point me in the right direction. That is what your consistency does. Literally at church this past Sunday, Pastor Michael Todd, he was like, all it takes is one time. All it takes is one time. And that's, and that's, <coughs> Jesus. All it takes is one time. And that's why it's so important for us to never give up because, oh my God, <clears throat> the devil is so real. He don't want me talking about this. <coughs> oh, excuse me. Okay. All it takes is one time. And that's important. That's so important as to why we can never give up because. I don't care if you're like a musician, you putting out music or you're a content creator or you're a stylist or you have your own boutique. It does not matter. You have to keep going because God has people who are waiting for you. Your gifts, your talents, your purpose, all of that has absolutely nothing to do with you. Like you may reap the benefits, but it don't have nothing to do with you. It has everything to do with the people who God has placed on this earth for you to serve. And that's wholeheartedly how I feel. All of us are assigned to do something. All of us are assigned to do something. Bless you. Thank you so much. I need it. Over here about to choke. Over here about to choke. <clears throat> so um, the next thing that I want to talk about as far as investing and in, I say investing as far as growing your online community, building your brand is investing in yourself. 
I have learned so much from the way I market, the way I talk, the way I create my content, just the way I do everything with the Responsible Home Girl because I invested in myself. Whether that was me buying a book or buying a course or just even looking up to other people who are at places that I aspire to be at. Like all of this stuff, y'all, I cannot take credit for. One, I give all praise to God. And then secondly, I give praise for the people who are on Instagram, on YouTube, showing up consistently. Because as they grow on their journey, they're giving back, showing other people how to make this stuff work. So it's not like I just woke up one day and I learned all this stuff. No, it takes time investing into yourself. Time and money. You need to put the two together. So many people, they want to do different stuff, but they're not willing to invest the coin. They're not willing to invest the time. And honestly, I'm just at the beginning. I'm just at the beginning. So I already know that what I do and how I'm continuing to show up, God is literally going to blow my mind. Literally. When I first started my podcast, I'm like, you know what? Kian, you started this YouTube channel and you have not been being consistent. And because of that, now I'm going to up the bar for you. Everybody say, oh, you need to post once. You need to upload once a week. No, sis, you're going to upload twice a week. Because I just know if I get in the habit of stretching myself and not making excuses, if I get in the habit of holding myself to a higher standard, then I can expect the results that I'm expecting. That's just how it is. So I'm not telling y'all no lie. I'm about to be very transparent. It got to a point where I was just like dirt tired. I'm like, I don't know if I could post two times a week because I'm recording all this stuff. I'm editing all this stuff. Like this is a one woman show. And then I just sat down and thought about that thing. And I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to make excuses. I'm going to make it happen. It's going to be a way that I can make this work. So now what am I doing? Every Tuesday, I'm going live and I'm going to go start going live with other people as well. But every Tuesday, I'm going live and I'm taking this IG live and I'm turning it into a podcast episode. So this is my Tuesday upload. And now my Thursday upload is Think Like a Mogul. So now I no longer have the excuse that, oh, I don't have time to record and edit two podcast episodes a week and promote blah, 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 blah. Nobody cares about your excuses. So as you build your business, as you build your online community, I want you to make a commitment to yourself to let the excuses go. All of us deal with different stuff. All of us deal with hardships. All of us deal with trials and challenges. But what are you going to do about it? What are you going to do about it? That's the question of the hour. I want you to be really creative because I could sit down and complain all day long and I've have done this before like oh I wish I had the money to pay for a team or I wish I had this I wish I had that sis no manage your time better you need to know how to do everything in your business right now so when you do get to that place you are fully equipped you are fully aware and you know how to train people up so I want everybody listening to this right now whether you're on IG live or you're listening to the replay on the podcast to understand that the season that you're in right now is preparing you for more is preparing you for better so you must manage it well you must handle it very well we are such in a rush to get to the next level but we're missing the lesson right now 
I can remember when I started wholesaling mobile homes, I was so thirsty to close a deal. But had I not made some of the mistakes, had I not went through some of the stuff, I wouldn't know half of the stuff that I went through. I, I mean, I wouldn't know half of the stuff that I know now. Because we're so ready for a big win, but you don't learn from the wins. You learn when that deal don't go through. You learn when somebody pull back from the deal. When somebody asks for their money back. Those are the times when you learn. So I just want everybody right now, because I know a lot of my audience, they want to build businesses. They want to build profitable side hustles. They want to build online communities. Like the number one thing you got to do is just start because as you start, you're going to figure out things along the way. Number two main thing you have to do is be consistent and give consistent value. And I would say the number three thing that you have to do is really make a commitment to yourself to show up. We don't want the excuses. Embrace the process that you're in right now because where you are right now, you can learn so much, so much. I'm at a place in my life where when stuff happens, I'm not I'm not going to say I'm not tripping about it because I'm still human, but what always crosses my mind is, okay, what what do I need to learn from this? Or God, what are you trying to teach me from this? I take a step back and I actively look for the lesson. I don't just expect the lesson to hit me upside the head. Like, no, I'm asking questions and looking for the lesson. Just earlier today, I had like, hmm, how can I say this? Like a conversation with a lady. I'm selling her mobile home. And I have her mobile home listed on the Facebook marketplace. And then this lady slides in my DM, another lady, she slides in my DM. And she's like, "Um, is this your mobile home? Because I already bought this mobile home. I submitted an offer and the seller accepted it, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, this is a red flag because um, what I don't do, I don't promote and market mobile homes while my seller is promoting and market, marketing a mobile home. And that's explicitly stated in our contracts. And I talk about it and I make sure that they understand that. So that was a red flag. So I was like, okay, you know what? I'm not going to trip or nothing. Let me just contact my seller to make sure that what this lady talking about ain't true. So we had a whole conversation. Come to find out, my seller was trying to sell her mobile home before and had just forgot to take the post down after we had talked yesterday. And I was like, okay, that's fine. But this lady said she bought the mobile home for you. Let's let's get to that. She was like, oh, I don't have a dime from her. We don't have no contract signed. We don't have nothing signed. Like, it's nothing. So in that moment, if I had not, if I was just so quick to trip and be like, oh my God, somebody, somebody already got this mobile home and I'm trying to market other people, blah, 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 blah. Now, I just shot myself in the foot because I'm overreacting and worrying for no reason. When I really should be focusing on the solution and not the problem. Not the fact that a whole nother woman said that she bought this mobile home. Lady, you didn't buy anything. <laughs> you didn't buy anything. So I want you to train your brain to be solution oriented. Yeah, we got a problem over here. Yeah, we have some red flags. Yeah, we have some issues. But so what? Let's focus on how we can, you know, find the solution to this. And as you build your community, as you build your business, that will save you so much stress, so much headache, so much worry. And I'm speaking from a place of experience because there were times where I'm just worrying for nothing. Everything always works out for your good, whether it looks like it or not. That's just, you know, that's just how it is. 
how it is. So that's really all I wanted to share with y'all. Some things that I wish I knew. Some things that um, I feel like will help anybody who is building their community and really building an online business. In this day and age, you need a community to add value to, not to just sell to. How is this adding value to my life? Not just taking money out of my pocket. And I feel like that is going to, in the future, that's going to separate a lot of businesses. People who are just putting out product, product, product versus people who are basically bringing solutions to the table and their product is a part of the solution. You're adding value to my life. People won't mind, you know, spending money on you. People won't mind sharing your information, sharing your products because, like I said, they're valuable. We have to think about this in, you know, everyday terms. The reason why we do a whole lot of the stuff that we do is because they add value to our lives. The reason why most people, you know, they watch Netflix or they don't mind paying for a monthly subscription for Netflix or don't mind paying for Apple Music because they add some sort of value to our lives. So what value are you adding to the lives that you want to serve? As you build your online community, the number one question, what problem are you solving? Because there are thousands or probably even millions of other people who are doing what it is that you do or what you desire to do. So how are you different? One, you're different by just being you. But what problem are you solving for them? And what unique problem are you solving? There are a lot of people online talking about financial education and financial literacy. But as the responsible homegirl, I'm speaking to young adults. I'm speaking to 20-somethings. Young adults, 20-somethings. It's not saying that I can't talk to 30-year-olds, 40-year-olds, 50-year-olds. I talk to them too. But who I am targeting is 20-somethings, specifically women, a 26-year-old woman who is working a nine-to-five, but she desperately wants to start her own business, or she is already in the beginning stages of building her own business. So you have to know just that specific, like, who are you talking to? What problem are you solving for them? The problem that I solve for them is they want to do better with their money. They want to experience financial freedom and be financially independent, but they don't know how. They need somebody to guide them and hold their hand through the process. They need somebody to be the plug, be the resource. And that's where the responsible homegirl comes in at. So what problem are you solving for people? Every time you listen to a podcast episode, specifically Think Like a Mogul, I always say, I created this space so that young adults can become financial, become financially responsible and wealth conscious. So financially responsible, you know how to manage your money so your money doesn't manage you. So that's why I'm always talking about personal finances. Wealth conscious. How do you build real wealth? And when I'm talking about wealth, it's not just money. Money is one aspect of it. Yes, we talk about business. But if you actually listen to my Think Like a Mobile episodes, it's always deeper than money. It's about mindset. It's about lifestyle. It's about family. It's about spirituality, like your relationship with God. So much. That's wealth consciousness. So I want you to be very clear on who you're serving, what you are doing for them, and what problem are you solving. So does anybody have any questions that I can answer for them while we are on the live? Drop them below in the comment box. I would love to answer your questions just about, you know, building a community, building your online business, anything 
that may come to mind. As y'all are putting questions in the comment box, um, I do want to let y'all know that April is a right round the corner. Not only is it Financial Literacy Month, which I am super excited about, but it is also my birth month. So my birthday is April 24th. We're going to be doing some exciting things all month long. Um, I just told my email community earlier that I want people to submit their money stories. So for Financial Literacy Month, I'm going to be sharing money stories. So money stories about financial irresponsibility or even financial responsibility. So if you're listening to this and you want to share your money story, please email me at theresponsiblehomegirl at gmail.com and share your money story with me because I believe as we share more stories, people can understand like we all deal with financial struggles. We all deal with challenges, but we learn something through those challenges. So please submit your money stories. Yes, you can submit anonymously. Just tell me that you don't want your name associated with the story and I will not include your name. Um, I'm going to have the story shared on my blog and I'll also have different stories like I may read like different segments on the podcast. I'm not 100% sure yet, but I definitely want to share money stories all of Financial Literacy Month, the entire month. Um, Let's see some other updates. Okay, other updates. So last Saturday was Saturday school and it was amazing. Not last Saturday, Saturday before last, March 19th. It was amazing. Um, if you did not catch the live class, it is not too late. You can still purchase the replay. And with purchasing the replay, you will get access, of course, to the replay to our very active Facebook community. When I tell you my girls, they talk to me from the time I open my eyes until the time I go to sleep. But I love it because that's what it's all about. It's about creating engagement and really getting results, really doing the work, not just taking a course and you like having this information in your brain and not taking action. Like, no. I'm on them and they're on me as well. And I know that they're on me because they're always asking me questions. So that kind of signifies that they're out there actually doing the work and getting the experience. So if you're interested in that, it's not too late. I will close it off after a while. I'm not sure when I'm going to close it off, but you can definitely um, purchase the replay at the link in my bio. Or you can just go to the responsiblehomegirl.com, go to shop and then go to, you know, live replay of Saturday school. Um, what other updates do I have for executors only planners? They are completely restocked. So if you have not purchased your planner yet, do so. I created this planner because I just realized so many people are out here sleeping on their potential and sleeping on their dreams, procrastinating, not being intentional, not being consistent, and then wonder why they don't see results. So if I could put a blueprint together for you where you could be consistent and actually show up, then why not? And y'all, I love my planner. Y'all see how much stuff I got done today? Highlight and check marks. Highlight and check marks, baby. Okay? So make sure you um, order your for executors only planner. Make your next six months your best six months. I designed this with so much intentionality. So much intentionality. Like, from the front cover to the back cover. The front cover, it even says, I don't make excuses, I make it happen. Because that's the mood I want you to walk into nothing nothing is off limits to us the only thing that can stop us is us so if you go into your next six months if you go into every single day with i'm not making excuses i'm making it happen how can i consistently show up how can i make this work oh best believe you will make it work you'll make it work 
I even have challenges in here so that you can remain disciplined and build up that discipline muscle. Because just like we go in the gym and we exercise to build up our glutes or our arms, it's the same thing with discipline. You don't just wake up and be disciplined. No, you have to build up that muscle. You have to do something every day. You have to get used to making sacrifices, telling yourself no, telling yourself yes. Because when you say yes to something, you're saying no to something else. If I'm saying yes to doing it now, I'm saying no to procrastination. If I'm saying yes to doing this now, I'm saying no to letting my dreams fall by the wayside. So I want everybody to really just be and do everything that you desire. Get rid of the excuses, get rid of the procrastination and really show up. Um, Let's see, do I have any other updates? Any other updates? Hmm. I think that's pretty much all. Anybody on the call? I say on the call. Anybody on the live or um I, I was about to say listening to this podcast episode, but I mean you can't ask questions when you're listening to the podcast. But <laughs> anybody on the live right now have any questions about building your online community or building your business, I would love to answer any questions for you. Drop them in the chat. And, you know, let's get it. If not, I'm going to end the live. If you missed the live and you're just hopping on, welcome, welcome. You can catch the replay on the Responsible Homegirl podcast. We are officially on episode 30. We're on episode 30. I cannot believe this. Like, I am just so, so proud of myself for my consistency. Because I have not been very consistent in the past. But with this podcast, I have been being very consistent. So we have a question. What platform would you say is best for building a website? Ooh, that's a good question. And it depends on the type of business that you are growing. So say, for instance, you're doing e-commerce. If you're doing e-commerce, I would highly recommend Shopify, hands down. The reason why is because I've created websites for people on Shopify and Wix and Squarespace. And I think as far as e-commerce, Shopify has the best like back-end analytics, all of that good stuff for an e-commerce brand. If you are creating a blog type lifestyle, I would do either Squarespace or I would do WordPress. WordPress is a bit more harder to like navigate and use than Squarespace. Squarespace is more, you know, user-friendly. You can kind of plug and play and customize different things. Um, what else? Wix, if you want a website that is very customizable and you can personalize it and do all this stuff, I would recommend Wix. Um, if you have a, like a service-based business, I would recommend like Wix or Squarespace. So it really just depends on what type of business you actually have. Right now, the Responsible Homegirl, um, is on Squarespace, but I will be moving to Shopify because as I grow my courses, my digital products, and my planners, I think that Shopify will serve me a little bit better, um, than Squarespace. Top five ways to grow audience. Ooh, very good. So top five ways. Number one, you need to know what problem you are solving. Because once you know what problem you are solving, you can talk directly to it. Like, I don't want to, I want to know you for not just, you know, one thing, but I want to know you for a thing. Okay, so you need to know what problem 
you are sobbing, number one. Number two, you need to show up consistently and give value consistently. So I'm just saying you need to give value consistently. So, I mean, people say, oh, you need to post on Instagram three to five times a day. Like, I mean, if you can sustain that, then, of course, you know, try to do that because that can increase your reach and your, you know, your audience or whatever. But I don't think that it's about the quantity. I think it's about the quality. So are you giving consistent value every, you know, every single day? Are you showing up? The third thing that I would say to grow your audience is definitely get them off of social media and into your own community because you don't own Instagram, you don't own Facebook. So think about a creative way, a creative freebie that you can offer your community. So it can be a free ebook, it can be a free checklist, it could be a free quiz, just something to give them and then in exchange they give you their name, their phone number, and their email address. By you doing that, you are building a whole separate community that you will have direct communication with. On Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, we don't have direct communication with these people. We are simply relying on an algorithm. Versus if you have their email or their phone number, you get to choose when you email them and it goes directly to their inbox. If you want to use SMS marketing, text message marketing, you get to choose when exactly you want to text them and it goes directly to them. Um, the fourth thing that I would say is um, investing in yourself because the more you learn, the more you can share. The more you learn, the more you will grow. So invest in yourself, time, energy, and money. Time, energy, and money. Now, what you have known or what you knew have got you gotten you to a certain place, but if you want to continue elevating and going to the next level, the next level, the next level, um, you definitely have to continue being a student and remaining a student because you don't know it all. Um, and the fifth and final thing that I would say is just to really be patient and embrace the current moment. And I was talking about this a little bit earlier. Sometimes we are such in a rush to get to the thing or the next big thing or we want to get out of a season. But no, this current place that you're in, the current position is preparing you and teaching you something for your next level. So be patient and embrace, you know, your current situation right now. So those are my five tips for growing an audience. Yes, this is definitely going to be recorded. You can watch the replay on the Responsible Homegirl podcast. It's going to be episode 30. That was a great question, though. Does anybody else have any other questions? No. I'm going to give a couple more minutes and then we're going to end this live. If you are just hopping on and you weren't able to catch it from the beginning, don't worry. The replay will be available on the Responsible Homegirl podcast. Make sure you consume our content. Y'all, I post so much content on YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, all of that good stuff, even Pinterest. So make sure you lock in with me because as I consistently show up, I do everything I do to serve y'all and to help y'all elevate and grow. I'm not holding nothing back. So as I grow, y'all gonna grow too. But thank you so much, everyone, for rocking with me for this past 30, 40 minutes. And like I always tell y'all on every episode, with exposure, execution, and consistency, there is absolutely nothing you can't do. With exposure, so what are you exposing yourself to? How are you getting outside of your comfort zone with execution? 
Nobody is going to give you anything. Are you executing? Are you actually doing the work? Are you showing up? And last but not least, consistency. Are you showing up consistently? Are you showing up consistently? There is nothing you can't do. Very informative. I shared this with my daughter. Oh, thank you so much. Where do we find the podcast? So you can listen to the podcast on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google. So YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google. So those four places. Just search the Responsible Home Girl and I'll come right up. Thank y'all so much for rocking with me. I'll see y'all on the next episode, which will be this Thursday. Think like a mogul. I have a very, very, very special treat. So if y'all enjoyed these past two episodes that were just like amazing. One, I talked with LaQuinn. She turned an ambulance into a mobile t-shirt company. Come on now. Who would even think of that? You turn a whole ambulance into a mobile t-shirt company. So that was the last thing like a mogul episode. Yeah, mogul episode. And then before that... I sat down with the the Jessica Renee. Her episode just got my whole life together. Like when I tell you God was just all up and through that episode, it was so good. And the reason why I love her story is because it just talks about the power in trying again and not giving up. Because in 2018, she started a boutique and the boutique failed miserably. It failed. So in 2021, She decided to try it again, and within nine months, she made six figures. She went in with a different plan, with a different approach, and literally blew it out the water. But just think about the amount of people who wouldn't have tried again because they let that first failure defeat them. So make sure you tune into both of those episodes because it was really good. Um, I also had two last episodes that I did by myself. One was... Seven ways to stop procrastinating and being and being more consistent. No, stop. Seven ways to stop procrastinating and be consistent. So if you know that you are standing in your own way of progressing and being successful, that is definitely one you need to listen to. And then the other one that I just did by myself, I can't remember what episode that was, but it was basically um about making 2022 your best financial year yet. So paying off debt, saving more money and increasing your income. And I gave strategies on how to do all three of those things and to really intentionally make 2022 your best year yet. So lock into the podcast. Thank y'all so much for being on, for rocking with me. And I'll see y'all next time.